Welcome to Jesus Loves the World podcast. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered, and transformed in Jesus' name. Today we are going to journey through a very personal letter written by the Apostle Paul to his beloved Timothy. It is rich in emotion, deep in revelation, and powerful in expression. It is the last letter written by Paul that we have. At the time of writing, Paul was in prison. He longs to see his beloved Timothy, so that he would be filled with joy. He recalls how Timothy was with tears at the time of their parting. They have journeyed through much together, through the highs and the lows of this life and ministry, all during a time of high persecution and political turmoil. Even though this is a very personal letter, Paul reminds Timothy and us today just what is the good thing. So let us now journey through some aspects of the letter starting at the beginning. 2 Timothy, chapter 1, verses 1 to 2. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God, according to the promise of life which is in Christ Jesus, to Timothy, a beloved son, grace, mercy, and peace from God the Father, and Christ Jesus our Lord. Since Paul's encounter with the risen Christ all those years ago, he lived in the reality of the promise of eternal life. In his daily journey of surrender of self-will to that of the Father's will, Paul was transformed by God. He received new life from God, when he received Jesus. Even in Paul's personal greeting to his beloved Timothy, Paul testifies of Jesus as the source of life. Through the love of Christ Jesus in him, Paul, with his words, wraps Timothy in God's grace, mercy and peace, all of which is directly from God the Father and Christ Jesus our Lord. Paul's concern for Timothy and what will happen to the whole body of Christ is not only touching, but relevant for us today. Paul, out of his transformed heart, reveals in his letters the love of Christ Jesus that is within him for the church and for the whole body of Christ throughout the ages. So even though, at the time of writing this letter that Paul is in prison, and his life on this earth is coming to a close, in Christ-like character, which is the work of God within him, Paul focuses his thoughts towards Timothy and the future of the church. Paul brings to remembrance the genuine faith of Timothy, that is, the truth of God, that has been deposited within Timothy by God. Remembering this, 
Paul therefore reminds Timothy to stir up the gift of God that is within him. 2 Timothy chapter 1 verses 6 to 7 Therefore I remind you to stir up the gift of God which is in you through the laying on of my hands. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. To stir up, that is the gift within, means to kindle a new flames of fire. In the natural world, with a fire, if you stir up the coals, this action enables the fire to receive more oxygen. That is a breath of air that brings the coals to a new flame that is filled with power, heat and energy. As it is in the natural, so it is in the spiritual, as God created all things. In surrendering to God each day, being still in his presence, even for just a moment, receiving from him, God breathes his breath onto his spirit that is already within us, having received Jesus. With his presence, his breath, he fans the fire that is within, bringing anew a flame of his transforming power within us each and every day. Paul is reminding Timothy that knowing and experiencing God is just not one event. As each day is a new day to know and experience him more, drinking freely the living waters of the divine that he pours out for us, being surrendered to him, where he breathes his breath into his spirit that is already within us. Even if we've received Jesus, we still can become spiritually dry and it is a daily journey of surrender and receive, where God breathes into us the same transforming power that raised Jesus from the dead. It is not our power, but his power. It is his presence, his breath, his living waters, his power to be loved and to love. It is in his great love within us that we are his witnesses to the world. It is not our love but his love. It is not our work but his work within. A work of his breath, his spirit, to the glory of the Father. Only God can transform hearts and renew minds. It is out of the transformed heart in daily surrender to God, through his love within, that the world will come to know him. Paul reminds Timothy and us today that we have not been given a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Remembering, though, it is a daily journey of surrender and receive, that he breathes his breath going deep into our hearts and minds, that perfects his love in us. A love so perfect, so pure, unfailing, unending, unconditional, 
selfless divine love that casts out all fear. For in God's love, we can trust. Paul goes on to exhort and encourage Timothy on that which is the good thing. 2 Timothy chapter 1 verses 13 to 14 Hold fast the pattern of sound words which you have heard from me, in faith and love which are in Christ Jesus. That good thing which was committed to you, keep by the Holy Spirit who dwells in us. Hold fast is to possess, to be closely joined as one. To be closely joined as one to the pattern of sound words. The sound words that Paul is referring to is the gospel truth. Paul is saying be one with the truth. That is one with Jesus and as a result one with God. Once again that oneness is a gift of God himself. A gift that we receive when we receive Jesus. But once again, it's a daily journey of surrender and receive in his presence that brings the experience of this oneness to a reality in our lives. Paul states that the good thing, that is the truth of God, is held fast in faith and love which are in Christ Jesus. Faith in God and Jesus is a gift from God in Jesus. Faith in this instance means a total reliance on Jesus for salvation, which is receiving Jesus, giving allegiance to him, and thus receiving the truth. Once again, it is a daily journey of surrender and receive that enables us to know and experience him more and more each day. Only Jesus saves us from evil, our selfish desires, and death. Only Jesus is the way to eternal life and an eternity with God. Paul reveals that as a result of receiving Jesus, we enter into the love feast of heaven, where we are accepted in the Beloved. We are accepted by God just as we are, into that special place of honour and intimacy where each and every moment of every day we are loved by God and receive that same love and intimacy with Father God that Jesus the Son has. It is a position of incredible honour and testimony of God's amazing grace. After all this, Paul again testifies of the work of God. He declared that the good thing which was committed to Timothy He is to keep by the Holy Spirit. The good thing is the truth. God is truth. Father, Son and Spirit are truth. When Jesus walked the earth as a man, he reveals God the Father and the Holy Spirit. In a beautiful, intimate moment of prayer with God the Father, just before Jesus sacrifices his life, he reveals the truth. He states in John 17, 17 that God the Father's word is truth. And in John 14, 17, 
Jesus also reveals that the Spirit of God is the Spirit of truth, who leads us and guides us into all truth. We receive the Spirit of God, the Spirit of truth, when we receive Jesus. For Jesus came in both grace, that is, the undeserved favour of God, and truth, pure truth, absolute truth. Jesus is the truth and the only way to eternal life and to God the Father in heaven. As God is truth and only he can determine truth, Jesus' words are truth, for he is the word of God and truth. Jesus, God the Son, is the one who in a moment in history became human yet was still fully divine. He sacrificed his human body and life to be the saviour of the world. Jesus came, he lived, he died, and he rose from the dead and is now ascended on high in heaven, at the right hand of God the Father. He defeated death, evil, and paid the cost for all humanity's offences ever said, thought, or done. God has done it all to set humanity free. The word that Paul uses for good in the context of God's truth and the good thing is very rich in meaning. It means beautiful or handsome, valuable, precious. Genuine, approved, and honourable. When we receive Jesus, God declares over each individual and the entire body of Christ all those things. He declares us beautiful or handsome, valuable, precious, genuine, approved, and honourable. We become those of the good seed, born of his spirit within, who guides us and leads us into all truth, where we are able to know and experience his unending love, liberating truth and transforming power. As we have already said, each day is a new day to receive more of him, more of his truth. When we surrender what we think the text says, Surrender what we believe and let God's spirit of truth lead us into a deeper revelation and experience of him and the truth. For how vast are the unsearchable mysteries of God? God has given us his word, his spirit of truth, and it is a daily journey of surrender and receive to know, understand and live in the reality of his kingdom truth especially in this world damaged by evil, in these end times, in a world that denies God's very existence. Throughout the New Testament, not only does the word good refer to the good seed of God's truth, but also to the good fruit that God produces in us, the good fruit of his transforming work within us as we surrender and receive from him. His goodness kindness, gentleness, patience, love, joy, peace, self-control, 
and faithfulness. All this, that is the work that he does within us as we surrender and receive, is to the glory of God the Father and is a witness to the world. The word translated good also means valuable and precious. The highest value is determined by the highest cost someone is willing to pay. And God placed the highest value on every individual's salvation by becoming the sacrifice for us. So once having received the truth, we become stewards of it, that is, custodians of it. And once again, it is by his transforming work in us and the gift of his spirit within that empowers us to testify of him. Paul continues on in his letter to his beloved Timothy and states that he has received the truth and he is now to be a good custodian of it. 2 Timothy chapter 3 verse 16 to chapter 4 verse 2. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. I charge you therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who will judge the living and the dead at his appearing and his kingdom, preach the word. Be ready in season and out of season. Convince Rebuke, exhort with all long suffering and teaching. Paul explains that all scripture is given by inspiration of God. It is profitable, that is, advantageous for the purpose of understanding the truth and knowing and experiencing God. God's inspired scripture is advantageous for doctrine, which is teaching and learning the truth. Reproof actually means to give proven evidence of the truth in God in Christ Jesus, of whom Paul testifies. Paul also states that the gospel truth, when it is known, understood and personally received, brings correction. And correction is reconciliation. The gospel of Jesus Christ brings the ultimate restoration and reconciliation between humanity and God, one another and all creation. Instruction simply means training and educating in the understanding of the scriptures. As a result, misunderstanding, confusion and false perceptions are eliminated. Training and educating in righteousness is God's justice of equality and respect, peace and harmony, freedom and empowerment. So as the Apostle Paul said to Timothy all those years ago, Grace, mercy and peace from God the Father and Christ Jesus our Lord be with you, and that the good thing which was committed to you Keep by the Holy Spirit who dwells in us. Amen. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered and transformed in Jesus' name.